The queen makes grimy history. Poltergeist. Can ghosts make you gay? And do gay men have larger penises? Coming up today on The Point. Hello and welcome to The Point, the only talk show bringing gay and straight men together to see what happens. And welcome today. Today, actually, we are experiencing our first kind of snowstorm of the season. So it's it feels cozy to be inside, doesn't mm. it? All together. quite lovely, isn't it? It is. Mm. It is. Unfortunately, Matt couldn't be with us today. So we have filling in a very special guest, Carmine Malfitano. Thank you for having me today. Carmine is here, actually. He is a, a social worker in research. Well, I'll let him explain what that means. But um, uh, he ended up coming on the show because he contacted us. He had lots to say about um, the whole topic of uh, gym sex, when we talked about gym sex a few episodes ago. This is not sex with a guy named Jim. <laughs> no. I just want to clarify. No. Yes, and I believe you've clarified that before. <laughs> uh, the reason why he contacted us is because he has done a lot of um, looking into the differences. <laughs> a lot of sex with guys at the gym. <laughs> no, a lot of... After that. He's, <laughs> yes, he, he's done a lot of research on the topic of the differences between gay and straight men, behaviorally, anatomically, and all that. Um, uh, talk a little bit about your, uh, your thesis, actually. Yeah, sure. Uh, that was actually my previous life. Um, um, your previous life? Yeah, currently I am a social worker in research, so I do clinical work, and by clinical work I mean uh, delivering psychotherapy. Mm -hmm. And I am involved with research, which are the two passions in my life. It's a little bit of my dream job. But in my previous career... Uh, oh, I thought you meant like your like, <laughs> past life. I was like, wow. He was reincarnated, and now it's Carmine, the psychotherapist. <laughs> yes. In line with the ghosts being, yeah. Um, in a, when I was living in Milano, I was uh, working and uh, studying neuroscience. That was my, uh, my field. Uh, and at the same time, I was uh, very active in the LGBTQ community. I was an activist in the local LGBTQ association, and um, I co-founded the first um, university-recognized student group in my university. So I was kind of walking in this two world. And at that time, this two world, there was a time where the two worlds collided. Now, um, I don't know if um, this happened in North America as well, but 15 years ago, there was um, some research on homosexuality that made it to the media. And it was a big deal for the LGBTQ community. Um, this research was looking into whether, uh, they were looking into the causes of homosexuality. They were looking whether uh, it is nurture or nature. So it is genetically coded, Which or is it, it is. affected uh, by the environment? It's not. Well, <laughs> there you go. Sorted. Sorted. There is done. Argument What's our next over. Topic Sorry. <laughs> well, actually, that uh, um, in, at least in Italy at that time, you imagine the context. That's a time where Italy was not open to LGBTQ issues, and at the same time, conversion therapies were still a thing. Were, they're still a thing today, unfortunately. But at that time, it was like the go-to thing for um, society. So. Um, the LGBTQ community reacted to this research quite strongly because the leaders were saying uh, if, you're, if scientists are looking for a cause, it means that they're going to be looking for a cure. And we don't want that. Like, I mean, we're art, we don't care where it comes from, we're, we're queer and that's it. That's all that matters. And get used to it. Get used to it. That's what it is. But at that time I had a very controversial view on research. That's because I didn't know at that time that research and politics actually are, are quite interconnected. I was very naive. So my point was that 
no, that's not fair. Like research is research and we have to take it for what it is. We can go back to the, I don't know, the, uh, the uh, church before the 17th century where, you know, beliefs is what it's what it's, you have to look at and research is secondary to that. So, so you're saying like there's value in research regardless of the ideology. The, yeah. So like it's worth looking into causes of homosexuality, not that it won't lead to trying to find a cure, but there's value in understanding. So, so what did your, your you, you examined research, so what, what did you find? What I did is that I, I did this to make a statement. I was very belligerent at that time. I, uh, at that time in my career, we had to write a thesis, which is a lit review, and I looked, my thesis name was Anatomical and Functional Differences Between Homosexual and Heterosexual, which caused a little bit of a problem because I got backlash from academia and the LGBTQ community because both of them didn't want me to write that, that thesis. So to give you a bit of a summary of what I what I found, and this is a it's don't dated. summarize. Take us through every single yeah, point. I, know, do you, I, sure, Fred, do I think have, we like, have. A, don't don't have all the time for that, but uh, give us the, the the quick summary. Well, the, um, uh, it's dated research, so I want to preface that because now I'm in a different field. Uh, but what at that time I found is that when it comes to nurture and nature, actually, and uh, it's both. There's evidence for both uh, genetic components and an environmental component. Really. Mm -hmm. Which some, what some theorists would, were thinking at that time, and I agree with that point, is that sexual orientation, people are born with a predisposition to, a, to sexual orientation, and then if they meet the right triggers in the environment, that sexual orientation will develop. And that's how I, th I find this, that it works like this in nature for a lot of things in personality, even even some illnesses, for example, like people are, it's not, of course, I don't want to put together illness and, and sexual orientation, but people are, um, that are, are, are born prone to schizophrenia, and then if they meet the right triggers in the environment, they will develop schizophrenia. Um, and so imagine that at that time, well, I did find also some anatomical differences, and by anatomical differences, I mean differences in the brain. So gay men have one nuclei uh, in the hypothalamus that is smaller than straight men. This is just an example. And that nuclei... Everybody knows about the nuclei. <laughs> <laughs> the hypothalamus. How big is your hypothalamus? Wait, so you can like, if you're a baby, can you like check that as a baby and just know if your kid's going to be gay? Or... It's, this, is, this is like research on hundreds of people and it's just a, uh, an average of their nuclei no, size compared it? to average of straight men. Well, yeah, I have a thousand questions. Yeah. <laughs> well, this actually brings us to our first talking point, same, same, but different. There are a lot of surveys out there, studies and whatnot, showing differences or similarities between gay and straight men. Um, you looked at um, brain size and all that. There's also this um, a study that was done by the Kinsey Institute Showing that those perverts. <laughs> showing that gay men have larger penises than straight men. <laughs> I feel like Gordon has yeah, something yeah. to say. About you this. know, he just dropped all this science, and then you're like, dicks. That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm sitting here interested. Like, wow, like that's really interesting. I'm genuinely interested. Oh, wow, the penis. Well, but oh. but no differences in penis, differences in hypothalamus. Okay, my guy. Well, actually, that's it's interesting. As I was looking into that. I was looking specifically for my thesis, but I found a lot of other studies that were looking at all sorts of differences between straight, um, specifically straight men and, and gay men, but also 
homosexuals and heterosexual individuals, and that was one of them. I remember looking at that at that research. Uh, they were also looking at. But you were also saying that there was some controversy about that study because of how they measured. Well, you have to when you're looking when you look at research, you have to really look at how it's done. For example, yes. I don't know. I'm just making it up. I'm just thinking, <laughs> but you have to see who's measured. What if you're, they're not actually detecting differences in penis size, but they're detecting react reaction to the measurement. So, so like a guy's measuring your dick. If you're gay, it's going to yeah, be a little exactly. bit bigger. <laughs> exactly. Or if it's like we talked about last week, a robot measuring your dick. Robot sex. You're anyway. It was a callback. <laughs> yes. That's a callback yes. well to our fans who've watched the from day one. The fifteen now the, this nuclei in the hypothalamus was actually codes for sexual behaviors, which now makes sense. Oh, of course, it makes sense. You're, it's a different. There's different sexual behaviors, but. Well, at that time, it was a big discovery because the, the mainstream society was saying that homosexuality was a choice or a lifestyle. So the, genetical, the, the genetics uh, evidence and these anatomical differences were actually suggesting it's not a, like it was a big argument against that. Um, and functional differences that I found were, um, were actually quite, uh, they're very, um, known in the literature now. Uh, gay men, for example, are better than straight men. Uh, in End of sentence. It's <laughs> like, wow, great. Thank you for that. Appreciate it. In, in verbal <laughs> tasks, and we're talking about neuropsychological tests, like their verbal fluency that's better for gay men than straight men. Whereas gay men are less capable than straight men in, in uh, spatial activities, like for example, throwing a dart into to a target or parking, like all of these spatial configurations. I'm going to use this for gambling. And I'm going to try to hustle a gay man. Gay men are, are more similar to straight women, mm -hmm. interestingly enough. And lesbians are more similar to straight men. That's what the I feel like that's a pretty commonly known thing. Well, uh, th this actually brings up, you were talking about, you know, uh, that there are environmental factors. And there was a, a, actually a very recent study uh, from the General Social Survey, uh, which was published in the Archives of Sexual Behavior, showing that bisexuality, the, the incidence of bisexuality, has increased greatly in uh, recent history. So is that a matter of, I mean, the percentage of men reporting male sexual partners had nearly doubled from 1990 to 2014. Uh, and even more. Is that just the reporting, though? Like No, uh, but even if it's just the reporting, I mean, are, are, is sort of an openness in society leading to yeah. increased... People are more open-minded and think so as well, like, yeah. just more fluid in regards I, to sexuality. Yeah, I think that's the key. I, I, I don't know. I feel like sexuality is more of like a, it's, it's not binary where it's either chicks or dudes. You know what I mean? Like, I thought you were going to say yeah, chicks or dicks. <laughs> Of course he did. I just think everybody's just getting better looking in general, so, you know. Well, that's, the, yeah, that's yeah. true. But, <laughs> no, but I mean, like, to, again, I think it's to our acceptable. fans, I literally kissed Matt last week on the show. You know, if this were the 1950s, first of all, there'd only be three of us on this panel. But also, right. you know, I mean, like, the fact that people are open, you don't have to define yourself as one thing. You know what I mean? Like it's a sort of it's it, it's a spectrum of sexuality. And well, it's, it's I, I mean, this is kind of a that. weird question. Then, <laughs> would you have sex with? I mean, for the straight guys? I mean, I had a girlfriend in high school. Fred but, is always propositioning us. But on the show. I mean, <laughs> he hasn't would, touched me yet today. Though. Is it, not yet. He's waiting. Um, <laughs> would you consider a, a same-sex 
Just to try I, it once. Just to try it once. I don't Actually, know. I'm not like I'm not sexually attracted to men though. Like that's the thing. Like I'm. I'm, I'm not saying that. You I, should. I can I'm appreciate. Just curious. I don't think so. Just because I don't have that sexual attraction like I do with women. Like I see a woman, I'm like, oh my god, look at that woman. I want to do <laughs> yeah, things to her. I'd say I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed yeah. with women. I, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> See, I'm not trying to prove my masculinity as much as Gordon seems to Would be. Would you here. let a guy give you a head, though? Don't. Don't. What if you paid? What, what if you getting, paid? What no, if I what paid? If, yeah, no, you know what? Then it's okay. Then it's all right. If I pay for it. What if you were blindfolded and you didn't know that it was the guy and then you found out after? How would you react? It depends how good it was. Well, obviously, it was good. Obviously, yeah. it was good. Um, I don't know. Well, I would probably be a little distraught for a little while. I'm not going to lie. Like, no offense Well, anyway. here's interesting. Another, another study... Um, Oops. Another study done. <laughs> Psychologist Allison Kirschbaum uh, in New Mexico, um, she did research into um, men who, and their masturbatory habits. Um, Sorry, did we finish up? Do gay guys have bigger dicks? Or what's this? <laughs> I, well, according to the study, they do. But Carmine is saying that. No, but I think it's, I don't think that matters though, because if, if I understand from the internet, uh, <laughs> women don't care about uh, about size. Uh, they don't lie. need a guy can just finish instantly, no problem, That's and it doesn't matter if their needs are met whatsoever, right? Yeah, right? absolutely. Okay, moving on. Um, according to this study, uh, twenty four percent of all men, gay and straight, have inserted an object uh, into their anus during masturbation. Now, if you accept that six to ten percent of men are gay, that means fourteen to eighteen percent of the guys who report using anal play during masturbation are straight. Well, yes, Carmine. So, one one thing that I found when I was looking into this is that it's um, distribution of sexual orientation. Now, the WHO, uh, the World Health oh, Organization, okay. they said that. Uh, um, um, lesbian and gay men make up for about five to ten percent of the general population, but I disagree with that because this is a categorical uh, differentiation between two sexual orientations. Whereas uh, what the research seems to point out to is that sexual orientations works on a continuum, like anything else in nature, and it has a, a, a it's called a bimodal distribution, which means that two things. It's true, like most people tend to cluster closer to one end or the other and being like homosexual or heterosexual. Mm -hmm. But this also means that the majority bottom. of people, <laughs> the majority of people actually, it's somewhere in the continuum. They're not at the extremes. Now, it's very interesting that every single straight man I've talked to about this research, people will always respond the way like, oh, yeah, yeah, I understand that people are somewhere in the continuum, but I am on this extreme. I mean, like, <laughs> everybody else I understand are like somewhere in the continuum, but I, I'm definitely on one of the extreme. I'm not. Which is, is the, is the it, I found it, well, that's good that you Yeah, said I that. feel like we could turn Doug. When it comes to, <laughs> with not much effort. <laughs> when it comes to bisexuality on the rise, I think it's, uh, I, I agree with your point, like these are self-report questionnaires. It's possible that people before wouldn't, would not say I'm bisexual. They would, they would be like, society tends to push us into categories mm -hmm. and we need that, but nature doesn't work like that. Which is a little bit like the discussion you had at, uh, last week about gender. Uh, when you, like, I mean, there's, I, in that the show, there super was a, smoothly. there's a very big push on putting things into categories. Like there's very, it's very difficult for a lot of people to understand that things are somewhere on a continuum. Yeah. But I think that that has to do with like the, the human mind though, is like it, struggles to find patterns and categories. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think there's there's a, you know, sort of a pushback of we need to understand patterns, we need to understand how things work and how they all fit together in their own sort of categorized thing 
just as people, but then there's the fact that in reality, a lot of this stuff is very fluid and doesn't fit into those categories. And in today's society, that's what we're trying to battle with is, is those two things reconciling those. Although I think this one study that I found, I think answers all of our questions. It comes from the spiritual, the Spiritual Science Research Foundation, which bills itself as the world leader in spiritual research. Nice. In a new article, uh, they claim that 85% of gay people are possessed by ghosts. True, I believe it, 100%. And, it's science, so, so this is, man. So this, yeah, is how it, this is how it works. The reason why gay men are, 85% of gay men are gay is because they are possessed by female ghosts. And lesbians are, uh, possessed by male ghosts. That makes so much sense. Doesn't that just answer <laughs> yeah, all your questions? All of it. I know everything. I'm pretty sure great. I'm possessed by a fierce black woman. See, there you, oh, go. there you go. Carmine, should we pay attention to this study? Oh, absolutely. 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 That's the truth. It's not even That's that. the truth. That's the truth. Wait, so can we get exercised? Uh, only if you go to the gym. And now it's time. guys hate going to the gym. And now it's time for Tito's Midpoint. So this week we're playing Pointless. Um, it's our take on Kill, Fuck, Mary, And it's called Pointless because it would never actually happen to anybody, so it's pointless. But let's begin over here. Oh, so, oh, so Doug so is starting. Take I take one and so I take ask one. somebody else. No, just do it for yourself. Just read yeah. it and... So you get three names. They're either going to be female or male, and if they're male, you're going to have to answer who would you fuck or marry and kill. All right. right. Okay, so these are three people on the panel. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. You guys are all great, but I kind of wish these three guys were on the panel. Uh, so the three that I have are Chris Pratt, uh, Chris Evans, and Chris Hemsworth. I don't know any of these names. What, you made these? No, what? he's like, oh. I don't know any of these. Oh, I thought you were like, are, did you really get those names? Like, you literally made these. Uh, okay, so. Can I just have sex with all three of these guys? Um, okay, you let's see. You can have sex with oh, two, wow. but you have to kill one of them. After, uh, before. It's very Black Widow, before. right? You have to kill them after you have sex with them. Jeez, yeah, sometimes you This is a really tough one. Um, well, I'm, I'm thinking of who I would marry, and they're all great. Um, What's Chris Evans from? Chris Evans is Captain America. Captain America. Chris Pratt <laughs> oh, is the Guardians of the Galaxy. And Chris Hemsworth <laughs> is Thor. Um, I would marry Captain America because I feel like he'd treat me right. Um, <laughs> but he couldn't defend you against anybody because he's trash. So We'll get into that after. I'd, I'd have to kill Chris Pratt just because he's off in the galaxy guarding, so he's not around enough, you know, uh, so that... We're talking actor, and, not uh, character. No, this is how I'm taking this. Uh, well, and, then, and then I think I, I would have sex with Thor because I think he would just be, like, with that hammer. <laughs> so. Carmine, our guest. It's your turn. <clears throat> I might not know them, so you will have to help me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, okay, that's easy. Monica, Rachel, and Phoebe. Oh! Yeah. These are characters what? from The Simpsons, right? <laughs> so he gets actual characters, and I have... Okay, so let, now you let have to Carmine answer. So I will definitely, like, no questions asked, marry Monica, because I'm exactly the same. I'm a little bit of a clean freak, so we will be, like, happy forever after. Um, I think I'll kill Rachel. <gasps> I have never liked you, her. I have what? Ne <laughs> what? 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 
Yeah, I know. I, I did what? not. Why? And yeah, Why? I like Phoebe. But she's wild dumb. Is that legal? <laughs> Is that good? But maybe she'd be wild. Yeah, I think so. But it's like, uh... Gordon. Gordon. What? I, why? <laughs> okay, so Adam Levine, Jared Leto, or Justin Timberlake? Oh, I know that one. Sorry. <laughs> I have strong so, opinions. <laughs> Adam Levine is... Maroon 5. Maroon 5. Maroon 5. All right. So, marry Justin Timberlake. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yes. Kill Jared Leto. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. And then yeah. I guess the fuck Adam Levine. Mm, anyone would. <laughs> See, I'd marry Adam Levine because we'd make, you know, know. little you Jewish like? babies what together. Get that hashtag. How tall is he? What color is hair? Possible. <laughs> what? Adam Levine and I would have a nice little Jewish family together. Ah, Hebrew. Emma Watson, Anna Kendrick, and Emma Stone. Wait, one more time? Emma Watson, Anna Kendrick, and Emma Stone. Ooh. So I would kill Anna Kendrick. I feel like she would be annoying even though I think she's hilarious. Her cups are annoying. Just get rid of them. I feel like she might be a bitch in real life. So yeah, I would kill her. I would marry Emma Stone because she's so yeah. cute and funny. And I'd fuck Emma Watson because I, I couldn't marry her. She's too smart for me. <laughs> way too smart. So so far, all the gay men got the women. And I, know. Uh, I know. Yeah, interesting. Funny how that works. <laughs> Harry Potter, Edward Cullen, and Christian Grey. Oh, the middle one. Yeah, Edward Cullen. Christian. Yeah. Uh, from Fifty Shades I kill of Grey. Harry Potter. <gasps> yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. He's a child. Mary. He does magic. I don't care. Well, I hate him. So he does magic. <laughs> No. He can literally um, walk magic. Okay, I'd do yeah, things for you with his wand. I would uh, fuck Christian Grey and then marry Edward. I feel like that says a lot I, about you. I like, I like, uh, yeah, it does. Because you don't want it every I like, day. I just like vampires, man. You don't want Christian and Grey to... And he would last you your lifetime. Because and you're exactly. also into the rough play. A little bit, yeah. But he'll yeah. brutalize you every night. Right. You don't want and it. shimmers <laughs> in the sun. All right, Fredward. Oh. And I got women. This is interesting. Kerry Washington, Maggie Q, and Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Maggie Q. Who's Maggie Q? Oh, well, she's Nikita. in... She, but she's in um, uh, Designated Survivor now. Like old school Nikita? Or? Yeah, like, All right, Fred. Okay, uh, I'd fuck Kerry Washington. I'd... Marry Julia Louis Dreyfus. Yes. Oh. Nice. You're and, killing Maggie. And I guess I'd kill Maggie. Uh, but I don't want to kill Maggie. I like she Maggie. She would kill you. I didn't want to kill any of these you know, fine specimens that's, either. That's the thing. I would have to kill her before she kills me. <gasps> and thank you, Tito, for today's midpoint. And it's time for talking point number two. And the nominees are, so the Grammy nominations came out this week and Beyonce made history, which should make She TV. was also snubbed because she should have got nominated well, for country. Well, this is, this what? Is, this, Shut no, 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 no. Daddy lessons, okay. come on. Song okay. fire. Okay. There you go. Song fire. Let's <laughs> explain this. She's the only recording artist in history to be nominated in four genres in the same year. Pop, rock, R&B, and rap. Now, she does have a country song on her current album, Lemonade, which people said should have been nominated for... Because she's the greatest recording artist of all time. I will let you finish, but she's the but. greatest. <laughs> so, but, she, but she did make history with that. So, uh, Tito, what do you think? 
I'm over the moon, ecstatic. I, I hope she wins them all. Now, okay, so here. But she won't because Adele is obviously going to take everything, which is annoying. You think so? Who is? Obviously. Really? Adele. Why? Because oh, Adele. she's Adele. She has to win well, everything. But I mean, but I mean, I, in my opinion, Beyonce is far better than Adele. Adele. Just for so many reasons, like the work ethic and everything, and talent, everything. In my opinion. I don't think we really know a lot about Adele's well, work okay. ethic. Well, okay. I mean, I'm just saying, like, compared to Beyonce, I mean, she works her ass off, apparently. Like, that's, it yeah, seems that way, anyways. And I mean, I'm sure we don't Adele, know that much about everybody. <laughs> true. Well, <laughs> but, well, Adele doesn't have to learn choreo. She stands there and sings, no, like. That's... I'm also pretty sure it's pronounced Adele. <laughs> okay, so here are the nominees for Album of the Year, the big award. And I want to, I want to know uh, who should win, who will win. Uh, Adele, 25. Uh, Beyonce, Lemonade. Justin Bieber, Purpose. Should a great die. album. <laughs> Purpose. Justin Bieber is like the worst great. human being. Drake. He's so shitty to Drake, his fans. Views. No. And Stur <laughs> Sturgill Simpson, A Sailor's Guide to Earth. That sounds entirely made up. <laughs> That's not a real person or album. No, there's always like this one That's like sort when of... Beck won and everyone was like, who's Beck? Yeah, well Sturgill Simpson, the he got, he's Beck gonna win. Nerd. That guy's gonna win. He, he made, he's like, if I'm not mistaken, he's sort of like country folk okay. artist. Um, he's the sort of left field one. But, but uh, do we think Adele's? She's going to win for sure. I don't know Adele. Personally, yes, none of us do. Um, and Song of the Year, the other big award, uh, Formation, which is Beyonce's song, Hello, Adele's song. Uh, I took a pill in Ibiza. I can't believe that's up for like Song of the Year. I thought it was fun. Well, that's a great tune, and I mean, like, it was okay. super popular, <laughs> no, but, but... the one that's on radio is actually a remix. The dance remix. Yeah. Uh, okay. Love Yourself, the Justin Bieber song, and Seven Years by Lucas Graham, which I think oh. is an amazing song. I love that tune. That's an amazing song. Doesn't matter. Adele's gonna win. The other sure. big, the other big uh, category, Record of the Year, Hello, Adele, Formation, Beyonce, Seven Years, Lucas Graham, Work. Which is one of the worst songs of the year. I can't believe people Wait, like this song. Wait, what is that one? Is that the Rihanna yeah, one? Wah, 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 oh yeah, that's that I hope it wins. I hope it wins. It's awful. I want, I want Party Next Door to get his money. Um, it's awful. The song is awful. But it's about, it's again. It's not awful. It's, it's awful. awful. And Stressed Out by 21 Pilots, which I think is amazing and I'm glad 21 Pilots is getting their due. I mean, let's not also forget that these are the Grammys and they don't matter. I know, yes. I know. Well, but speak, actually, so these are nominations, but uh, somebody did win something this week. Donald Trump was named Time Magazine Person of the Year. And he's very happy about this, even though it's not really an honor. It's not necessarily like praise for you to be nominated, uh, to be called Time Magazine of uh, the Person of the Year. People like Adolf Hitler have been. It's the person who makes the most news and has the most impact on the world. He also it, had issue. Are you about to get to with the, the cover? With the horns. With the, the horns. No, I was going to say with the fact thing. that it's, oh, yeah. it's called Person of the Year yeah. and not Man of the Year. He went off on a whole rant about how it should be called Man of the Year. And all the women in here, all the women, you, 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 what do you think? You think it should be called Man of the Year? You see, even the women think it should be Man yeah. of the Year. What's Person funny? of the Year. Oh. What's funny is that Time Magazine actually had a little bit of fun with this, if, and hopefully we can get the cover up on the screen. The, the horns, yes. they put his head underneath <laughs> the M. There's actually so, a really great article. Yes. Uh, are you gonna? Uh, no, but you, you gonna, go ahead. I was you just talk gonna say it. it's a really great article that sort of breaks down the semiotics of yes. it and goes through how 
it's not a flattering photograph right. of him. It's actually a takedown in so many ways. Right. And the angle that he's sitting, the chair that he's sitting in, the closer you look, you see that there are rips in the chairs, right. therefore in the facade. What, what the, we'll do is we'll, uh, we'll post uh, that article on our, on we'll, our Facebook page. Yeah. yeah, and we'll also have a, yeah. We'll have a link to it on our Facebook page, which, by the way, is at the point, guys. Uh, end points, Tito, bop of the week. Oh, my bop of the week is, <laughs> is um, Are you still feeling that? I just know you were gonna ask me this thing that you asked me every single week. I am so hungover, Good okay. Morning. Bop of the week is Zara Larson. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what, Tito? Uh, we know you're a little hungover. We'll just put it on the screen and people can read it on the screen. If you think of it before we're done, you can let us know. Zara Larson. I like Zara Larson. Uh, my endpoint actually has to do with my shirt, Nasty Woman. Uh, if you remember, Trump sure. made that comment uh, about Hillary Clinton during one of the debates. And then um, Samantha Bee did a thing on her show in connection with this company called Omaze, where you could order the shirt and all the proceeds from the shirt go to Planned Parenthood. Um, so it finally came in the mail today, so I'm wearing it today. I'm very excited about it. But I also think it makes a, a, an important point. Because you say that, you know, you joke that you're, you know, re you're a black woman inside or whatever. And we like to support uh, strong women, right? We like to support Beyonce and Madonna, whatever. But we have to support women in general. Um, there are attacks on women and women's health right now, courtesy of Trump and, and his ilk. So whatever we can do to support women in general, um, we have to do it. Homophobia is rooted in misogyny. So... Part of how you fight homophobia is by fighting misogyny. There you go. There is my end point. So then this is a, especially, you know, getting into the December, uh, i.e. it is December of the year, is a good time to donate to various women's rights, women's health organizations, absolutely. things like that, things whatever like you're able to do. Yes, Planned absolutely. in the States and there's... Lots of organizations and things NARAL like that. NARAL and stuff like so, that. So, yeah, make, do, do that. that. That can be a wonderful thing. Even giving just a little bit uh, can really, really help fight the horrible things that are happening in the world. Thank you. Um, and while you're in the giving spirit, of course, our crowdfunding campaign um, is on Indiegogo. IGG.me slash at AT slash the point guys. Um, if you're running out of money and you can't donate, of course, you can always help us by subscribing on YouTube and liking us on YouTube. Doesn't cost you anything, helps us greatly. Also, iTunes. Subscribe to us on iTunes and rate us on iTunes. That helps us a lot. Also, doesn't cost you. So, Don't call the viewers broke, man. No, I'm just saying if you can't. They got money. Get, okay, well, if you it. have money, please. Okay. We want to keep the show take, going. Give it take, to us. Take it out <laughs> your pockets and show it and then throw it. Make it rain. Make it rain. Uh, thank you, Carmine, for joining us today. Thank you, everybody else. Remember, a new show every Tuesday. So we will see you next Tuesday on The Point. Crazy with the damn science. Yeah, man.